0: Thank you for checking out the third episode of the Cam and Joe Show. My name is Joe Steele and in this episode we interview Brandon Conejo, co-owner of the Canejo Brothers Media Company. We talk about family, movies, and upcoming projects. Hope you enjoy. and Joe show my name is Joe Steele and we've got the wonderful go ahead and introduce yourself good morning
1: guys Cameron Elkins here I'm with my good buddy Mr. Joe and today on the Cam and Joe show we would like to introduce our good buddy Mr.
2: Brandon Kaneho. Brandon thanks for being with us this morning big dog Thank you guys so much for having me. It's an honor to be the first guest on the Cam and Joe Show. <laughs>
1: first of many. First of many. First of many. Uh, tell us, Brandon. Tell uh, tell us. I just want to through the course of today. I just kind of want to get to know you a little bit more as a person. Get to know you as a as a father, as a community member. Uh, and I just want to know, you know, what gets Brandon Caneo out of bed in the morning floor is yours um,
2: toddlers hair. climb into my bed at about <laughs> 6 a.m
1: <laughs> every single morning yep. about yeah a moment of silence for the sleep that we've missed no.
2: right
0: <laughs> i will remember you yeah there
2: you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah yeah i have little boys i have a 17 year old stepdaughter and I have a five-year-old boy, I have a two-year-old boy, and I have a one-year-old boy. whoo wow. wee
1: Man. That was four. I counted four.
2: Yeah, four. Including Step. That's awesome, man. Yeah. By the time this is released, I don't know when exactly you guys are going to release it, but my two-year-old will be three in about a week and a half. So There well, you go. There yeah. you go.
0: Well, the plan is to get it out in a week, so happy birthday early. I don't know. Yeah, That's exactly. That's the thing about time Happy, happy, happy birthday, early Leo. birthday. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> When we shoot these on Friday, the goal is to always have it released the following Friday. Gotcha. It gives us time to go back through it and make any kind of edits or adjustments that we need to. So so I have three, right? I've got boy, girl, boy, and I already feel myself kind of stuttering and people are like, how old are your kids? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's nice. So my my younger son turns two months old today, and I'm thinking that the two month mark is when I no longer have to do the week calculation. Because when people asked a week ago, I'd have to say it's about seven weeks. When, like, when when you turn a year old, you don't say, "Oh, he's fifty two weeks," right? Or he's twelve months. You get to a certain benchmark, and then it gets a little bit easier. Have I attained that benchmark today? I'm asking two fathers. Oh,
2: absolutely. Okay,
1: I've absolutely. I have arrived. Okay, hey, oh
0: yeah, perfect. As somebody that's 15,000 weeks old, I would like to say. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who, one million three thousand
2: forty-two <laughs> days expensive. old. Yeah, right? yeah.
1: When, when can I stop using weeks? The answer is today. at uh, yep. two months. Perfect. I think you're good. Two months. Oh, yeah. I Perfect. think you
0: could even do a month. Oh, he's about a month old.
1: About I think a month. You gave
0: yeah. it a little bit more time. Than yeah, I know. But do. babies
1: grow so much for the first eight weeks, it's and they're like, "He's big for a month," and I'm like, well, it's seven weeks." <laughs> but now I'm I'm just gonna. I'm done with the weeks. He's less than two months? Exactly. What, yeah. What's that? He's mean? in his first year. <laughs>
2: like, there you go. Like, <laughs> in his first Zero. I, yeah, that's exactly. what I like yeah. to say. How he old is, is he? He's zero. Zero.
1: He is within his first
0: <laughs> He's year. growing into it.
1: So
2: yeah. all those
0: kids. All those kids. Amazing. Wow. I've got two kids. I've got two boys. They're older now. And me and my wife decided to only have two. So we could each strangle one if need be. Yeah. And uh-huh. not another one could get out of the way. Yeah. I had three Smart. other brothers. So my nice. mother was always just like, stop killing each other.
1: Or I'll kill you Or, or stop yeah. killing Joe Yeah you're the youngest of four the youngest. Yeah. youngest of four yeah. I'm the youngest uh-huh. of three so it's a different dynamic It's still fun So, so um, we're three dads sitting here So if anybody's watching they're like oh my god They're just gonna talk about their kids all the time We'll get to some other stuff I <laughs> um, The ultimate dad test From let's go oldest to youngest Name and age Ready go you don't have much time to think, so. Okay.
2: Allison is seventeen, Benicio is five, Leo is two, and Daniel is one. Now, what are their socials backwards? Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me any of their socials. Oh my, <laughs> I barely know my own. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. So, so what was the, what was that? So the the younger three are between, sorry, five and one. Five and one, yeah. Five and one. So going from, going from the the five-year-old you said five three one or five two one,
2: ages. Five, five, two, one. so i'm about to be five three one he's he's
1: got right it there. got it so going from five the or you know kid number two baby number two to baby number three how was that dynamic and then going from three kids to four how was that and then with that that very small age gap because that age gap is even i think smaller than ours between
2: our three kids yeah, so um, let me just say this. My f- so my five year old got a lot of attention from me because sure. it was just me and him. Yeah. You know, a lot of the time we were, I was his playmate. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't have a, a little brother yet, so he got a lot of my time. So when my second son came along, he was not happy about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he bullied him relentlessly, starting at about six months years old. Mm. Wow years old, six months old. No, you're good. Six <clears throat> months, a year. This yeah. Six years. Yeah. Six months, 750. Days. So yeah, he would just, <clears throat> he would just, yeah, he was not kind to him. Got it. Luckily with the third boy, my five-year-old is extremely kind. He just, he's very loving with him. And it's funny to see them interact mm-hmm. because he's, he's still the same way with Leo, like yeah. the middle boy. He's still pretty ruthless with him. But with Daniel, he's just so kind and so loving, and it's just a complete contrast. It's it's very interesting to see. So, daughter at the top, and then three boys. Yeah, yeah. Daughter's a senior, and where's she at? Five year old uh, Wheatland. Very cool. And nice. my five year old is, is in kindergarten. There you go. I homeschool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Conejo Bros Media. I see your shirt, and I see, yes, I sir. instantly think of Nintendo. Same because I'm. White and nerdy. Well, <laughs> I, I
2: duck hunt. I, so I did this myself, and oh, nice. I patterned it after the, the Mario Brothers Perfect, logo. Perfect, man. Well, did, yep.
0: You crushed it, because I've seen plenty of people try and do that, and then they don't crush it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's Mario froze. You spelt it wrong. Never mind. So, um, inspiration, man. So I'm looking at the logo. We're looking at the media stuff. We talked about the fan. But what, why? What, what got you going, man? I want to start a media company and do some
2: awesome stuff. Oh, okay. Well, so i had i had a switch so originally so i grew up my dad was a big movie buff so we grew up watching tv movies all the time constantly Mm -hmm. so when i got into college i was unclear on my path and so i decided to pursue i found the mass communications program and fell in love with it and i was like yeah i need to pursue movies and tv so i started working towards that and I was very passionate about uh, action movies. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez was mm-hmm. like my favorite, John Carpenter, like all the action movies. You had me at hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it turns though. <laughs> yeah. So I was all about those and I wanted to just do that and do that and do that. Well, in so I pursued that for, for years while I was working my way up in television. I always was um, studying screenwriting. Yeah. And working on writing my own action movies and wanting to work into that, you know, get into Hollywood and move down there and pursue pursue a career like that. But um, in 2016, I was born again, and ah, then there you go. Yeah, yeah. So my perspective on everything completely changed. Sure. And uh, I, I it, the one, the example I use is Braveheart. So uh, I made it all my through my adulthood without seeing Braveheart. Of all movies, right? not okay. Such a good movie. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I developed such a sensitivity. I, I went to watch Braveheart after... Falling in love with Jesus, and I was just repelled by all the violence, like sure. mm. the the limb chopping and everything. I had to turn it off. Oh. I couldn't even get through it. Mm. So that's it's it, I, it's a sensitivity that I developed, and I'm like, okay, so you know, mm. I'm not gonna pursue that at all anymore. And so um, I completely changed trajectories, and I decided to just focus on my community first, and then um, Christ, you know. So yeah. I, that's th- those are the the two areas of focus for my my company is uh christ and community
0: it's amazing man well it's just so easy I, I always find it interesting people with um you know people not willing to stick to their convictions to especially you get into movie stuff you get into media at any way it's like oh have you seen this and it's like oh i'll watch it and you tried watching it and you're like i can't get through this i just don't like it or mm-hmm. this doesn't work for me or just burdens your spirit it just burdens you, yeah. and you're just like yeah. ugh. yeah uh and so the f- props to you man for sticking to your guns because you. you know it's different in culture a lot of people are like oh you <laughs> haven't seen that oh my gosh and i'm yeah.
1: like that, yeah that's that's care. me as a believer that's how i feel sometimes like some really really like and i and growing up i mean you yeah. know my oldest brother we <laughs> grew up on we grew up on scary movies yep. but also like really you know our Articulate and articulate, really artsy movies, and I just grew like a passion for a great movie with a great score and great cinematography, Mm -hmm. right? And I and I would feel myself noticing those things about movies when everybody else is just kind of like yawning. I'm like, did you guys not see that shot? (laughs) And I'm in like junior high. I'm like, that's a little weird. I think it's maybe another reason that we're just so close. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) as far as as far as you know, living you know with your convictions and those sensitivities will come up. I mean cuz there's there's some and again we're we're we still watch plenty of movies, but at the same time there's some like there's some like scary movies like the exorcism movies and stuff like that where I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like dabbling with that kind of stuff cuz that's it's heavy and it stays with you and that stuff is real so it's like, eh. yeah, a couple days And then I don't want to give it that much, you know, attention and feed it and that kind of thing. So yeah, the props to props to sticking with your convictions and what feels right and allowing your passion to not be hindered but to allow the focus to change to Christ and community because, I mean, what's more important, right? Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: So you never finished Braveheart? No. So I went through this weird thing um, where I didn't watch a lot of crazy movies. I did watch some. And then when I worked at the hospital, like seeing all that stuff all the time,
2: Mm. What what' you do at the hospital?
0: Orderly so I was taking people but I mean for surgeries if there was an emergency, I'd take bodies to the morgue um, I've done CPR on multiple different scenarios and situations pick people up off the floor if they fell I mean we're talking mm-hmm. lots uh, of stuff intense. and and so mm-hmm. I was I was so used to it I mean even helping in surgical rooms, helping move people if necessary and scrubbing up, and so I got to see all that stuff all the time. Where I actually got to the opposite after being like, "No, I don't want to watch that." I became like
1: a little I got, desensitized. I got to blood
0: loss, bro, mm-hmm. really bad. When I stopped going, was stopped at the hospital. The kids would go to bed and be like, "What's the most gory thing I could watch?" Because it, it was like this, scratch and itch. It was a weird comfort thing, and it took a long time to like wow. Get rid of it. Yeah. So yeah. I. That's why I'm saying I'm proud of you for sticking to your convictions because, just being in any environment, it changes and it changes you, and you don't even know it's happening until all of a sudden you're like, "Why am I? Why is it one o'clock in the morning and I really want to watch somebody get sawed in half? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with?" Oh it? yeah. Well
2: yeah. And being a writer <laughs> and working on action movies, I'm picturing all these things in my head. Oh for mm-hmm. sure. You know what I mean? I'm picturing gruesome battles and things sure. constantly in my yeah. head. So. Uh, you know I, I just didn't like it anymore and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I burned everything that I had been working on like I was working wow. on a script for about seven years. Wow. I was working on a script and I even made like a That's crazy a, a comic book out of it because it was a a super villain story' That's and so awesome after I got born again, I was just like uh, this stuff is pretty demonic. I should sure. probably just get rid of it because mm. I, I, I I promised the Lord that I would not make one penny off of that sure. mm. that idea. And so I just got rid of
0: it. Okay. So with all the flip and switch that you had, which is amazing, what are movies that are your go-to now? Because I'm curious because I I, I totally get that. I've gone through seasons and I always laugh because my top five are not gratuitous at all. They're normally just, they're just beautiful stories, wonderfully told, beautiful music, beautiful cinematography. But I'm curious, I mean, you're a writer, so I, I mean, I totally, writer, producer, all that stuff. I'd like to know what. Yours. Bro,
1: literally, that's my like, literally
2: top three movies is get is out of so my f- head. Yeah, you get out of my head, oh, bro. Wow. <laughs> top three movies. It's tough because <clears throat> since I was born again, I like we like started a family right away. I got sure. married yeah. right away, yeah. started having kids right away. And when you have kids, it's so hard to watch a movie that you want to watch. You're, yeah. you're, when you sit down at night, <laughs> you're watching <laughs> Blippi. Or you're watching, you know yeah. what I mean? You're watching Care Bears now because it's, it's out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We know I, the jam. I don't
0: want to harm Blippi, but I, I, I'm uh, <laughs> got to deal with those Bro. thoughts. Blippi's the man. You like Blippi? Blippi's
1: the man. Look, Hey, look up his net worth. And then he'd be like,
2: <laughs> Respect. dude's
1: worth <laughs> like $42 million. Here's the thing. If I like people, Genius.
0: if I like people that were just worth a lot of money. You'd uh, like more people. I, I would like less people.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's, I feel that. <laughs>
0: So, uh, so, so just one, just give us one.
2: So, okay. Some of my top movies.
0: Here, I'll I'll say one of my top ones. Okay. You don't set the stage to get it set up. So one of my favorites. So I've got two that always hit home with me and I can put them on any time. Um, first one's Amadeus. It's one of my absolute favorites. Uh, That movie just blows my mind. It's been my favorite since, yeah, no judgment on my parents, since I was six. (laughs) The movie's genius. Um, my other one is Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the remake mm. with Ben Stiller, which people don't know it's a remake. I love that movie. It's so hopeful. It's the story about the everyman, and it's just epic, and there's nothing in it that you're like, oh, I shouldn't watch this with my other kids. It's just, you get done. I finished watching that movie, and I went, I'm gonna work on X. Every time I'm uninspired, I put that movie on, mm. and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, well, let's create something.
1: You know what's funny? Multiple times people have asked me if I've seen the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and as many clips as I've seen of it on Instagram or Facebook uh, or Reels, I know, I know, you're gonna judge me for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me like 72 hours. I'll watch it this weekend when the kids go down. I, ne- I need to watch it because I've seen clips of it and hearing the score and
0: like, oh. I'm like, oh my God, I, I know that I'm gonna love that movie. You, you I will. know that I'm gonna love that movie. It, it, here's the challenge. If you can watch that movie and not be inspired Oh no, Afterwards, bro. I'm, you know me. Then I will be dumbfounded. Yeah. So anyways, that those are those are just a couple of the ones that still stick with me. Um that I just can't ever get rid of. They just yeah. I love them. And and it's funny because they're one's a super sad story and one's like the most optimistic story ever. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, you got a nice balance. <laughs> I like that. It's a good balance. It's
1: a good balance. Give me give me Last of the Mohicans. Ooh. Talk about just a Incredible story, incredible videography, great score. Give me Last of the Mohicans and give me Gladiator. Oh, I love Mm. Gladiator. Because again the score. (laughs) The score, the cinematography. Are you not entertained? Oh I cry. I cry it doesn't take much no to make problem. me cry. I cry at a really good commercial.
0: I cry at movies too. And it's it's like every Super Bowl, every Super Bowl,
1: <laughs> I'm not I'm not <laughs> joking. We're gonna just be grossly real with each other right now. Every Super Bowl, as soon as Budweiser or whoever throws a Clydesdale with like a Dalmatian and they look at each other and there's like sunset, I'm, I'm just like And my family knows. <laughs> like my family knows that if I'm missing a commercial that I'm gonna cry at I'll hear them in the other room like, make sure to pause it so Cameron can cry and and it's like, Yeah, I'm not going to. And then I go in there, I'm like the Dalmatian puppy. And I like have to go into another room and weep. It's terrible. It's bad. Just being real with That's you guys. Amazing. Is this a safe space? No, it's very safe. Okay, it's very, very, safe. very safe. Very, very safe. It's a
0: church. Yeah, right. It's true.
2: <laughs> ought to be a safe space. Right. All right,
0: Brandon. What's what's one of
2: yours? One of mine is definitely big trouble in Little China. Nice. So much. That movie is so Old fun. School. Young yeah. Kurt.
0: Kurt Russell, man. Young Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell, man. That's when he went. I mean, he's the only person. <laughs> I haven't
2: thought of that movie in a while.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's that's one. definitely one of my tops. He's one of the only actors that ever escaped the Disney curse.
2: Because ah.
0: you know about the Disney curse, right? What's the Disney so curse? So the Disney curse is if you are a child actor in Disney, um, most of them barely made it. To mm. changing their persona, they were always the happy go lucky kid, mm. so they had a hard time getting past it. Got it, but I mean,
1: like the Harry Potter
2: effect. Yep, I yep. didn't know he was a child actor.
0: Yeah, um, howdy doody time. You can just type oh, in Kurt wow. Russell. No, howdy doody, there's an image of him. If he also did, um, the computer that wore sh- uh, the, the computer that wore tennis shoes, which was a, a, a TV okay. movie at the time, and then mm. another one as well. And you're like, he literally started his movie career with Disney. And then, dude, such a great his career is just so epic. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> no, I yeah. I, From overboard to everything,
1: Star Lord's father.
0: <laughs> Into a planet, father. man. That's, I think you've arrived at that point, right? <laughs> From overboard
1: to a planet. Overboard. <laughs> so, <laughs> a part of that tombstone, movie? Man. Tombstone, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, Tombstone. So good. God, I could have said Tombstone too.
0: <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry.
1: I'm, oh, there's just so many
0: good lines in there. There are. Movie. There really, really oh, are. Yeah.
1: I have a hard time showing people that movie because I just can't shut up. <laughs> oh, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. Oh, hey, wait, wait, listen, <laughs> they're listen. Like, they're like, I'm not going anywhere. You're like,
0: I know, but just focus.
1: <laughs> just focus. Yeah. And if they don't like it, I'm like, it's you. It's not the movie. <laughs> There's <laughs> but, something wrong with you. Yeah.
0: I literally stayed up last night because somebody came over and they're, I was like, yeah, I was like, we're talking about movies. And I was like, yeah, I really like The Dark Knight. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never seen The, the Dark Knight. Oh, wow. I was like, never seen The Dark Knight? They're Did like, you escort them out? Oh, no. I said, let's watch it now. 11 o'clock at night, it gets over. At <laughs> like 1 1.30. 30. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And they were like, that was really good. Hold on. Had they seen Batman we Saw Batman Begins? Begins. Okay. And they saw Batman Rise. What? Uh, see, I, it can't, was a I can't even thing. be friends with that It was person. a parental thing. Mm. They were mm. coming up of age. I can respect no. what the parents say. No, I can't. <laughs> Lost respect for the whole family. <laughs> wow. So, so yeah. Slippery so like, slope. So, I, I did one of those things. I would look over and I'd see him on his phone. I'd be like, this part is like so good. And he'd be like, oh, <laughs> i did that multiple did times did you take his phone like,
2: just like yeah, yeah. exactly been, hey, i'm gonna that? borrow it i'm, I'm gonna, gonna borrow du- snap it in S- half
0: speaking of nintendo i want to duck hunt phones when i see, see it out for a, a movie
1: mm. <laughs> oh yeah yep sorry my buddy i'm gonna name names my buddy john we call him Fig. oh man and he's got better i've known him for like <laughs> seven eight years now yeah used to John. So if you watch this i'm no longer hating on you but once upon a time <laughs> You'd sit there and, and watch a movie, like a good movie, one that you're, like, putting on to, like, enjoy. And you look over and be on his phone. So what I would do, I would just pause the movie until he realized it was paused. I am just stare at him. Yeah, That's beautiful. And be like, oh, I was, I was going to wait. He's like, oh, no, no, you're good. I'm like, oh, no, no, I'll, you go ahead and finish. And he's just, like, <laughs> set the phone down. I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing this for you. <laughs> like this is for you. Absolutely. This will bring
0: growth in your life. This movie is so good. Well, it's funny how we look at movies like that. It's like it's like no, it'll make you a better person. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily the case. I don't think I've watched a movie where in the end I was like. I have just leveled up in life. I'm officially a better person. Secret watched, Life of Walter Mitty, man. Didn't make me better. I just enjoyed the movie. Well, then I'm not watching it. Wow. <laughs> you know what? It did. It made me such a better person. Deal. Back I on my list. I feel so good about that. So um, so what? you've done a lot of projects. What, what are some projects you've done in the community that, that either people don't know about or yeah. stuff that you're like, man, I'm super proud of these?
2: Uh, one thing I'm really proud of. Uh, so I did that uh, Marysville HGTV hometown takeover. I saw that, submission man. video. Everybody saw that. It went viral here in uh, in Yuba Sutter, and uh, we ended up on like Good Day Sacramento, nice. ABC10. That's like cool. they all sent out people to interview us, and That's awesome. Everybody was super grateful because I I volunteered a month of my time to mm. bang that thing out. Sure, it was a huge community effort. We filled Fourth and D. The intersection of Fourth and D with just all kinds of people, and it was fan- it was really awesome. And that was right before COVID, so that was right mm. before the fall the of f- <laughs> mankind.
0: Yeah, I think the there's fall. a movie that came out after that. It's called um, The Big Trouble in Little China. Is actually post COVID. <laughs> Don't get Chinese food, people.
2: <laughs> so that was a big one. Um, another really cool one that I got to do was um, the Five Three O Talent Show. Yes, in uh, Yuba City downtown. Um was it the summer stroll? Yes. Yeah, I did that with the 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 DBA, the good old DBA. Yeah, I was the producer of the 530 talent awesome. show. Yep. Um that that was a lot of fun. Um What's another one? We did the uh Elves on Shelves also with the 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 DBA. Hmm. It was uh for the Christmas stroll. We put, you know, elf on a shelf. Yeah. yeah. So we put shel- elves on shelves. I like. I think we did like twenty four of them in different shops downtown. So people had to go around and nice. take a picture of every nice. single one. Nice. like a scavenger did, hunt. Yeah, yeah, it was a scavenger hunt one with these little elves. And if you found them all, you got prizes. People that's donated awesome. prizes, and yeah, so that's awesome. People that's like awesome. that, and and I think both of those continued on. I didn't continue on with them, but I think both of those continued on for the the following year. And then COVID happened, and yeah, I think tanked them. Yeah, yeah. reset.
1: Everybody had a reset. Yeah. What are some what are some current passion projects that you are working on right now that are either maybe, you know, bring to light something that's under wraps or something that you're
2: cool with sharing that you're working on? What do you what do you got? I can tell you some of what I'm working on. I'm working on my sure. first feature film. Good for you, man. So excited Thank dude. you. That's awesome. It's called The God Squad. Nice. It's awesome. The God Squad. I'm so excited about this movie. It's uh it's about- Give us give us a synopsis. What do you got? Okay, it's about a streetball social media super squad. Perfect. Keep going. (laughs) Keep going. I don't want to say too many details because I haven't put out a lot of material about it yet. No, 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 I respect that. But I will just say, if you like fun movies, you're going to like this movie. If you love the Lord, you're going to love this movie. Awesome. If you like basketball and Jesus and hip hop, and breakdancing and art, nice. this is gonna be your favorite movie ever. That's awesome, that's Cameron, awesome.
0: Cameron we found it, this is your movie. This <laughs> is it, this is it. I don't think I've ever seen you break dance though. Not yet. I'm getting old enough where I break when I dance, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, my son was doing the, I don't know where he saw it, but Beckham was like trying to do The Worm the other day and I'm like, where would he have seen that? And then Hannah's like, can you do The Worm? And I'm like, when I was in high school I did. And like part of me was like, Try it, and then the other part of me that's thirty four and feeling <laughs> seventy five some days. I'm like, <laughs> I may yeah, not get up because <laughs> you gotta like dive into the worm. You gotta.
2: Yeah, that's a dangerous I mean, <sighs> move. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, never I've seen a
2: UFC yep. fighter. Dude, he, this is his celebration after a fight. His name's Johnny Walker. He went. Da- he dove down for the worm. And his elbow hit the mat. Like oh. Like, completely destroyed his shoulder. Blow, blow his shoulder. His shoulder out. Yeah. And so he was out for like a year and a half after oh, that. And Friday, he was, he was, Yeah. After a win. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was riding high, too. He was like on a win streak. And then that happened. It's like, that was the dumbest mm. thing. <laughs> and it, it was in his post-fight interview. He already knew. He was like, oh, like, they're interviewing him. They're like, did you just injure your shoulder? He said, yeah. Yeah. yeah that I was. Did. I'm done. He knew. I'm he'd done be, worming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen him do
1: that I'm since done, you don't say <laughs> worming I'm done worming what was the so so if you if some of the subplot to that is basketball where did the where did the passion for sports come in? Did you
2: grow up as an athlete or was there, you know, basketball
1: influence in your life? Give me, give me that component.
2: Yeah, I wasn't really an athlete. I was mostly a nerd. <laughs> I was like a straight A student, but I did love basketball. I was okay at basketball. Yeah. I played a lot of basketball in middle school. Cool. Uh, grew up watching the NBA, you know, mm-hmm. the era of Allen Iverson and Vince yeah. Carter. Oh, man. The Kings, when they were the awesome. Yep. Chris mm-hmm. Weber and Bibby and my, Bobby Asia Jackson. And oh, and God. I, I, went so long 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 long. I went to so many of those games. I went to so many home games, and it was a blowout every single time. It was yep. incredible. They were unbeatable at home. Yep. I think they, they usually lost like one game, yeah, one home they game were, a year.
1: Yeah. They, they would literally end the season at like 37 and five or 38 and four on the yeah. Home court. Yeah. It was Arco.
2: I mean, he's got, Oh, yeah. Loved it. So crazy. you knew who who was going to win when you went to the game. Yeah. But So yeah. You, you I can went, celebrate as you roll up to Arco. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm feeling yeah. good. Why? Well, because we got the any team. <laughs> Let's
0: yeah. Any team. Yeah. It
1: doesn't <laughs> matter who's. Yeah. Dude, Are you, do you, go ahead.
0: Well, oh, I was going to bring up a me and you embarrassing story. You remember you when got? we shaved our head in junior high mm-hmm. because we wanted to be like Mike Bibby? Yeah. And we did it until we lost a game. Yeah. And ah. it was like, no, we're going to shave our head because we wanted to. I remember yeah, going was to, bad. I remember going to my dad being like, "I need you to shave my head." He's like, "Why?" <laughs> I was like, Solidarity. Because I want to be like Mike Bibby, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "All right, here we go." All
1: right, yeah, man. So we, I, I was in junior high during the Mike Bibby and Jay Will era. Oh, so man, absolutely. Will like, and and like, I'll go back and I'll see photos of me playing basketball in junior high, and there was just and and, and Allen Iverson, like yep. AI, had a huge influence on in my game. Yep. And I would wear more headbands and wristbands and ankle bands than i knew what to do with cuz that's that's the ai influence and i remember i remember at the time in junior high i think it was coach atkins he was like i don't think they're going to let you wear the the wristbands in the game and i was like what do you mean it's like a sweatband and then sure enough like before the game i asked the ref he's like no because if somebody goes to steal the ball like they can get their finger like hooked in it and stuff like that i'm like ai would allow this but You know what? Whatever. (laughs) Whatever.
0: One day when you're a multi-million dollar uh, basketball player.
1: Yeah, precisely. This will all make sense. It will. But yeah, AI, I, I rocked some of those original, let's see, the answers like the the white leather with the AI swoosh you know what
0: yeah. i'm talking about oh yeah did you do anything ridiculous like that you're like man cuz you looked up to him did you do anything like
2: no shoes or, or in specific so. color i had something? a lot of jerseys okay in in middle school and high school i had a lot of
1: jerseys do you remember chris Weber's shoe brand the I think they were called Dada's.
2: I yeah, remember. I do. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have a decent story about that. Let's hear it.
1: <laughs> I like this. I have a decent story. Yeah. 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 Do we have time for a decent story? <laughs> Only good stories? <laughs> okay. We should let them roll. Okay. Go for it. So, I
2: have a decent story. So I, <laughs> I had no, we had no idea what Dada meant, what yeah. it stood for. Yeah. Right? So we're watching a Kings game one time. And uh, it, w- it was like my dad, me and my brothers were watching this Kings game and one of the interviewers is up in the stands interviewing someone, I don't know, maybe one of his business partners or yeah. something on the shoe brand. Yeah. And they said, so so, what does DADA stand for? What do you, you know, I want to know what it stands for. And we're all like, okay, we're finally going to find out what this means. My dad goes to turn up the volume. He changes the channel. No. no. We turn it back, and it's it, that conversation's over. It, I was, we were I was, like, we all looked at him, just like, "What? You, you use that remote all day, every day, and you don't know the volume from the, you, the, the
1: channel?" Fumbled charger? the heck <laughs> out of that, Dad. I was w- when you started to talk about the meaning of data. I kind of got excited because, still to this day, I don't know that I know what it's. So,
2: yeah, only there's you know? social I media. I think maybe I thing? looked it up and then I forgot. Got it. Yeah.
1: I'll have to Google it. you yeah, have to
0: Google I don't have my phone on me. It will be the name of this episode. No, I'm kidding. Dada? <laughs> what does Dada mean and no one finds out? They're so going to be like, that is the most unsatisfying <laughs> thing ever. Might as well just call it Marvel Phase 5. Right? <laughs> Shots fired.
1: Shots fired. We went real nerdy just now, but it's fine. I don't. I like it when you talk nerdy to me, Joe. <laughs> always
2: have. Yeah. Always will. Well, it's, I don't uh, know when the first phase... I know... Okay, I know through Infinity War. Yeah. was was that one phase? Because after that, I just like no. Eh, so it was up until
0: Avengers was phase one, and then there was like four movies that were like leading up to the second Avengers movie that was phase two. And then half the movies that came after that were phase three, and then the other half was the other half that um, the other half that ended with Endgame was phase four. And then everything after endgame is phase five okay yeah. everything after endgame is nobody cares about phase Five. everything after endgame is and yeah, you start
1: to go quantum yeah. and then you're like listen you start to care about timelines when he can change them <laughs> miss me with the oh well i don't know i have a hard time everyone just vanished oh, well they'll find a way to bring him back
0: my favorite i don't thing. know i you know I, if we're gonna stick on the movie nerdy thing i will say the best the best timeline movie I think I've seen is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Still haven't seen it.
2: Never seen it. Okay,
0: I can't recommend it because there's a lot of stuff in it, but I did see it and was like, okay, this is like... (laughs) And the script writing, it was a family story about a family trying to file taxes. That's the basis. Nice the family trying to file taxes, and then an mm. alternate dimension version of her husband shows up and says, "You're the secret to the everything, and you need to stop a monster in the multiverse." What? While she's trying to file taxes, and it just uh, escalates. That's awesome.
2: I like the premise. It's,
0: it is so genius, but it, it's something. got some rough moments where I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, let's get it." Props okay. to
2: whoever sold that script because that that's a tough <laughs> pitch right there. Oh
0: no, I know. Like it's like, oh, it's going to be a family story. So
2: they're doing taxes, and then uh, a <laughs> guy well, comes and out of... multiverse uh, yeah. and a monster.
1: Comes out of a portal. Do you and- want me to leave? <laughs> they're like, keep going. <laughs> like, keep going. The next guy, he bailed, so you have more time. <laughs>
0: yeah. All okay. right. Here we go. <laughs> maybe he was filing tax man page
1: 73
0: no No, it was a genius movie so i I can't i can't um for moral compass reasons i can't give it as a go hey go watch that sure but if you're curious and you're like i don't mind to defile myself a little bit then sure i don't know another way of putting it like without saying it that way um it's okay you
1: know what so you're one of my best friends you own a coffee shop yeah and I really like gas station coffee and I'm just going to say I'm saying this out loud. So, you know, you can you, know you can mention a movie you know what? and feel OK about mentioning a movie that maybe someone should watch and maybe some should live by their own. Condition. It's an art house film.
0: So if you like art you house go. films,
1: I'm all about it. Don't Perfect. watch it with your kids. Yeah. And we're not going to we're not going to like you should maybe a little bit judge my gas station coffee addiction. This is a safe space Joe. So if you suggest a movie that you like, maybe I shouldn't have it's
0: okay No, no, it's I have actually okay. have a relevant question for Brandon because it's not just about us Cameron. Sorry It's our show, but we have an amazing guy here. We have to ask him
1: <sighs> So he said he was only gonna be here for five minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: He's still here. Oh, we should talk to him. Hey, bud uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, So script screenplay writing that you just it's your jam What was a screenplay? Um, mm. or that just, you was like, this is my inspiration. Like this, either the way they structured, it could be a director, could be a writer, it could be a combo like Nolan North combos with his brother often. Uh-huh. What is, what, what is a script that you're like, this is, I love the
2: elements of this. Oh, I love, uh, Quentin Tarantino's scripts. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. I really love his scripts. I could yeah. Pulp fiction, mm-hmm. you know, that's a really good script I've read. I don't know. I probably read them all. Kill Bill.
0: his And what's interesting about his storytelling is it's always so grounded around the character development, so much more so than most movies are. I laugh because it's like, I think of Michael Bay. He writes action scenes, and I swear he puts characters around the action scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. it works, mm-hmm. and other times it doesn't And
1: sometimes work. Well, it's just a whole lot of
2: helicopters and the sunset, <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing about screenwriting is... It's bare bones. It's very, very bare bones. But Quentin has the freedom to do whatever he wants. Yep. So his scripts are actually enjoyable to read. You know what I mean? He's not afraid to bend the rules because they say like a paragraph should only be three lines in any screenplay. Well, he does, you know, monologues one to six to seven to however many he wants because he's like he's Quentin Mm -hmm. Tarantino. And but I love it. You know, he does such a great job. And What people don't realize is that when you spend that kind of time, if you do it well, the images that he creates in your mind are so vivid. You're watching the movie when you read the script. Mm. And then that's the other great thing about him. You can read the script and then you go watch the movie and they're almost identical. Mm. You know what I mean? It's amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah, he's a good communicator when it comes to that. Because often reading any type of screenplay or reading anything, how often like you've read the book, you go to see the movie and you're like, underwhelmed oh that is that is not at all mm-hmm. at all what i saw in my head or like how the characters are, should be and so i understand like nerd rage on that stuff um but <laughs> is there any books that you've read that you're like oh that's way better than the movie <laughs> i am not much of a reader of that's okay novels or yeah. any audibles that sounded better than the movie? <laughs> no
1: no joe actually can't read so it's okay yeah. sorry <laughs> secrets
0: out my bad i <laughs> pretending this whole time how do you spell your name i don't know how to read okay
2: <laughs> yeah I, i'm just a really slow reader so it's just not enjoyable for me you know what i mean i'm the type of person where if i read a paragraph halfway through my mind is drifting on something else mm-hmm. and then i got to come back and read it again and again yeah. and again and again. i just can't get through it so sure so I'm what a modern man grew up on television
0: it's hard i get it no i totally get that uh, I have a hard time reading as well. I normally will listen. That's why I like podcasts. That's why I like mm-hmm. audible books. Well, I mean, even um one of one of the guys I like to listen to on YouTube, he was actually talking about his books, how they went from um, like seventeen percent audible sales five years 10 years ago to now 80 percent of his sales are all audible oh wow mm. our whole society is shifting to an audio yeah. thing and it makes it's easier to metabolize because you can sure. put it on while you're doing something else correct and you're picking up on a lot of stuff and you're like oh this is cool mm-hmm. um we do that with the kids we do a long trip we put on narnia or something and mm-hmm. listen to it in the car Oh, that's it's a awesome. great idea and, it's awesome and they are entertained, and I can normally shift the audio in the back of mm. my wife.
2: Yeah, be nah. I
0: mean like, hey, because we live together, but I don't know. Last we actually
2: <laughs> talked, <laughs> right?
0: Hmm.
1: So I think, I think we can all, re- <laughs> relate yeah, to that. definitely. Last well, night after after the kids went to bed, Hannah and I both just like sat down for a second. And we're like, so how was your day? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: hey. They're like, my kids are like, why do I have to go to bed? I was like, you have to go to bed because I love your mother and yeah. I have not seen her all day. Mm-hmm. Now you, I can't help but see all the time, mm-hmm. right in my face. Yeah. But my wife, yeah, <laughs> would yeah. like to see her, mm-hmm. so you need to go to bed so we yeah. can have an hour at least of just going, hey, hey, and then ignoring each other on our phones. because We love each other, <laughs> we love each other so
1: much. <laughs> Sending each other memes back and forth. Yeah. Hannah and I go into meme mode. Oh my gosh. Meme- my wife will we're like, sitting next to each other and instead of being like, look at this we just go Brr. and then you hear it
0: go <laughs> like yeah <laughs> okay, so we've asked a lot of lead up questions i want to I want to do one more question and then um, I want you to you know promote your business man that's what we're trying to do we want you to be able to promote your business that's really what we're doing promoting business promoting community promoting togetherness um, but what is a future like what what do you look like like what does the future look like for you? Like you're working on your movie, that's awesome. Say you write the script, it's perfect, it gets out there, all of a sudden you're making millions, it's set up, now finances are no longer a a limitation. You have a team with you, so there's no limitation on business element. You can do, sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. What does Brandon Conejo want to make?
2: What projects
0: do I want to projects make? Projects or just future for your business? Like what? What would that look like? Un- unencumbered by societal terms, but oh you have goodness. everything hit. I'm kind of curious.
1: Wow! So like like a perfect world? Yeah. Well, question.
0: Well, it's a perfect world question, but at the same time, if you do have a project and it hits and you get momentum going on it, oh and, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, even a million views or a million streams with mm-hmm. ad share, that's enough money to provide to start mm-hmm. another project. You know, it just the ball starts. Running. Sure. What would that look like for you? What would, what would be like the, this is done, man, I really would love to do, Bleh.
2: Okay, well, to start off, I, I think I'm a humble guy, so you may, not, you may not have anticipated this from me, but I fully expect The God Squad to be the number one most watched movie in the history of mankind. Okay. In the history of mankind. Love it. And I have a awesome. plan to execute that because- Perfect. After the initial theater run and after the initial sales run, I'm going to make it free. It's going to be free all over the place. Perfect. So people at home can, you know, little kids can just watch it over and over and over. So that's how I envision it going on. I envision making at least two more. I envision making it a a trilogy, uh, a cartoon show Nice for the God Squad, uh, video games, action figures, so awesome! The, so my awesome. my my goal with it is to to fill the space. Well, not really fill the space. So right now we have all these superheroes out there, and mm-hmm. the God Squad's really it's it's pretty much a superhero squad. They don't have superpowers sure. besides prayer and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, and you know. yeah. But I whatever X Men has, whatever Avengers have, I want the the God Squad to take from them. Mm. Sure. And um, I wanted to continue on and be, you know, Batman, Spider Man. I wanted to just be, you know, the Christian version because we don't have that.
0: Yeah. We don't. We awesome. do not
2: have Christian superheroes at all. Which Yeah. Well, I think that's is super... a wide open space to fill. Yeah. I think.
0: I think that's super admirable, because I mean, how often do we do now in movies? They want to take a character that you love, but oh, that character mm. would be ten times better if he's did X crime or if he has X mental disorder or X thing and they slowly take your heroes and rip them apart to where there's nothing heroic about them.
2: Mm. Yeah. There's a documentary
0: I read, I watched, um, called, um, I think it was called ultimate evil. It was made by DC and they were talking about how a good villain creates a good hero, but in that they actually talked about what makes a good hero and how they try not to challenge too much on the, like Superman, for example, they keep a lot of that stuff vague because they want you to like him. Mm. They don't want you to be like, oh, so it's like, no, he's got the ideals of hope. Mm-hmm. He's got the ideals of adventure. He's got the ideals of of peace, caring, compassion, because mm-hmm. they want those ideals to move forward and anything counteracting those ideals creates the villain. And I love that because that's a hero. When we think of the word hero, you're right, it's been watered mm-hmm. down so many times to where it's just like oh yeah he's a, he's an anti-hero. Mm. What does that mean? Yeah. It means he he kills bad guys but he's not a good person. So he's a mercenary.
1: Mm. Versus like bring back the hero, bring back the bring back the good guy who actually stands for yeah something and is going to going to make a just a positive impact whether he's whether he's flying or rescuing or super speed or whatever just bring back somebody with good intentions good morals i mean god that that absolutely plays into real life yeah you know bring back and be well, and bring bring back good people yeah. <laughs> that are that are well-mannered and that you can bring around your kids without no oh, muffs.
2: Yeah. you know well and and my characters aren't even i mean they it's not that they're perfect characters it's that they're they're grounded in reality so they're all flawed they're all misfits who who come together and and pull their talents together but it's very much grounded in reality in that they're christian sure they are christian they love god they pray and they yeah. they give praise to the lord they sure. give glory to to god so i think that's something else that's unique that we've never seen in 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 an entertainment franchise really mm-hmm. and um yeah even even the the christian film Industry doesn't really have any franchises what, nope. whatsoever to speak of, and if you look at Hollywood, that's what Hollywood focuses on. They focus on yep. franchises. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to touch it unless yeah. it's a franchise. Yeah. So it's find not, what works and then replicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to bring that mentality of um, which is very um, successful to the Christian film industry and just kind of blast the doors open and yeah, do, know, it, do it, admirable. man. Let's do it. Do it.
0: I think that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And all that does, I mean, the reality is all that does is just show your trueness of your character. And mm-hmm. It shows you what I would say in that is it just shows how good of a father's heart you have for, you know what I mean? To look at that and go, you know what, there's a lack of true heroes. There's a lack of people actually giving honor where honor is due. There's a lack of people. They think that religion is a weakness. I'm going to show it that it is a strength. And I think that that is super admirable to do. Um, and I just wanted you to know that because it's so easy to say, this is what I believe and then ignore it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's hilarious because I mean, was it 90% of people that go to church, they only go because it's what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Not because there's any conviction of wanting to impact people's lives or wanting to let God be real in their lives. And so when you're saying that I can feel the conviction in what you're saying. And, and I think that is nothing but admirable and we need more people with the trueness conviction, um, that want to change concepts that we have and make them grounded in, in faith, because it's so important for us to realize that (laughs) we are made in the image and likeness of God, the truth of who we are, our moral system and compass comes from that. Mm -hmm. People can debate it all day, but that is, that's the truth. And Mm -hmm. so that's why, you know, man, I, I just props to that. I just want you to know that's incredible. Thanks, man. You know, and you'll probably get a lot of people naysayers, I've dealt with plenty of names oh, there sure, yeah. that are like, oh, well, I guess you could do it that way. And it's like, no, Just do it. Man, yeah. Just do it, man. But I do
2: I, it. I see no reason why not. Because if Hollywood can do it, if Satan can, because in my eyes, yeah, Satan has had firm control of Hollywood for quite some time. Oh, for sure. I mean, Hollywood has its origin. Just the name Hollywood comes from witchcraft because the holly the wood of the holly tree is what they use to make their magic wands yep. mm. and so um wow. in my journey leading up to being born again I, I i i i learned about satan's devices sure and one of the things that i learned was that his his greatest weapon was television because television programs the mind yep television programs and so i attribute All the the degradation of morals and just what we see today, I attribute that so much to television, Mm -hmm. you know, the gender confusion and just, you know, lack of morality and uh, fornication and just everything that we see in society. So I I see it as my responsibility as someone who has um, skills in screenwriting and filmmaking. Why not? Why not? Shi- why not cause a shift? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? If if, if, if we don't start doing it, it's not going to get done. Yeah. And, you... and why not you?
1: Exactly. Right?
2: Yeah. Like Pastor Dave says, yeah. why not us? Why not here? Why not here? now? Why not now?
0: Well, I uh, did. You, I mean, and speaking on the same thing, what do you think about, um, I mean, I laugh because Disney's ridiculous Snow White and the Seven Interesting People or whatever the crap they called it. <laughs> and then. Didn't
1: yeah. see it, but heard about it. And like,
0: it got canceled. Come on. If I'm not mistaken, it got canceled. I, I could be wrong, but I literally, last I heard, it was canceled because of how bad publicity it's getting. Like It's so bad. Everyone's talking bad about it. I haven't heard mm. a single person defend it. And then Daily Wire just released a trailer of Brett Cooper. Um, that's her, her name is Brett Cooper. Okay. So I'm just clarifying that. Uh, doing uh, a Snow White in the Seven Dwarves. And you see her, and she looks just like Snow... Like, you're like, wow, that, wow, that's actually Snow White. Mm. That's amazing. And so there's blood in the water when it comes to these big industries that people aren't talking about. And a lot of these little studios are starting to come up going, hey, let's do this thing. Mm. You know, and other things aren't talked about. People probably aren't going to be here on this or there's time. Next year, there's not going to be barely any movies coming out. Oh, yeah, because of the strikes. Because of the strike for mm-hmm. five months. And yeah. they said now that they're back from the strike... They're the production- not going
1: to be able to... Get no. things shot, produced, and done in
0: time to. Well, and really. production's 41% at what it was. Mm-hmm. It's at 41% of what it was, which means that it's over the amount. Yeah. They're uh, only producing 41% of what okay. they were producing because of all of the agreements and the different contracts and gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. So when you look at all that stuff, and the strikes happening in all these other places, it's an unsustainable market. It's unsustainable on a business element. It's unsustainable on a moral compass. It's unsustainable across the board. And so they need, we need people to go, I can fix that and then do it. Not just say it, but do it. And, and that's, you know, to throw it to your point, that's why I think it's so admirable. But I also think it's for the perfect season because there is so much change yeah. happening that uh, dude, dude, do that in a heartbeat partner with a new streaming service that's coming up. That's, get and get it everywhere. They'd be like, let's do it. Yeah.
2: See, that's why I, I have the expectation of it being the number one movie ever <laughs> I, in my mind. I've written the script and I, I can see the trailer in my mind and it's so fun. And it's so, yeah, it's, it's just so fun. That's, that's the biggest thing. Movies today. I don't, I don't think are fun anymore. No. I don't think they've been fun for a long time. I I honestly don't keep up with movies anymore just because every time I watch one, like the, the example I use is Creed. People like to tout Creed is oh it's such a good movie it's such a, like I watched it and I was like this movie sucks I don't I don't, mm. I don't enjoy this movie at all like <laughs> well it was a strong It's just character. a watered down version of Rocky, Rocky, like, yeah. I, well, don't, I
0: don't, I don't, I don't bite on that. I will either. agree. So I'll agree and disagree at the same time. I agree with you on that element. I felt like it was very much a passing of the wand. But Rocky Balboa's character of him passing the wand—you like him more than you like Creed. You feel bad for this kid and you want him to do well. That's part of the element. But when you watch Rocky, he's the Italian stallion. When you watch Creed, you're like. He's uh he's not the Italian style. Yeah. But he's being mentored by the Italian stout. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. changes that element. Mm-hmm. So I I can totally I can totally get where you're coming from on that one.
2: I'm yeah. Sure. And it, well to me it's not necessarily the characters. It's just the movie overall. I just don't I just don't see the heart and the the I don't know. I just I just think Hollywood's lost it. Honestly. I just I just think they've lost it and it's time for Yeah the christians to pick up the baton and or to to snag the baton and, and <laughs> run with it.
0: <laughs> well, I laugh because we believe that God made us to be creative and yet we're not creative at all. And we use exactly. everybody else's devices. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. What that's dumb. Why not do something new and different and just try it out? And if you fail, you learned one way of not doing it and you can mm-hmm. try again. Like that's, you know, I think it's easy for us to let despair and things come in because oh you didn't do it right the first time when well, no one does it right the first time yeah you know what i mean i mean how many millions attempts did they take to even get the rocket that they sent to space how many millions attempts on prototypes did they make to work mm. on that thing they don't tell you about that how many times did they try all the different metals and find all the flaws consistently mm-hmm. they don't talk about that but then we eventually made it we pushed past that that atmosphere and so you know push it man I'm, I'm your fan. You got this, and don't forget the little people. <laughs> yeah, right. When no, get there. When well, people <laughs> start
1: searching his movie, I'd be like, we were in a podcast. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my ideal life place. is
2: in Yuba City. I want to live in Yuba City. I yep. have lots of family in this area. Yep. Like, if let's say even if I become a billionaire, I'm still going to live in Yuba City. Cool, I dig that.
0: I dig it, man. All right, so Brandon how can people, if people are like, man, they're inspired by this, they mm. love it, How? where can they follow to get updates on the God Squad? Or if if you're looking for casting calls or people in the audience, I'm guessing if you're doing basketball stuff, you're going to need people waving flags and stuff, extras and stuff, that, mm. and I I wouldn't mind sitting in there and being an extra. It'd be <laughs> fun. But if, how would they be able to get a hold of you? Like any social media or anything they can connect with you on?
2: Absolutely, yeah. So if you go to Conejo Brothers, com that's c o n e j o b r o s dot com I have everything there so that's that's the links to my my company social media pages there's a, a newsletter you can sign up for um, to be on the mailing list and then uh, I have a whole section for the God Squad and Perfect. then if you scroll down you will see the God Squad's social media pages links to all those follow those I haven't been very active with them because I've been um I've been working on getting the content out. So what I did is I I found, uh, I started making a real life God Squad. I made a flyer and I put it out on Facebook, and it was for I was I told everybody I'm looking for the best Jesus loving basketball players in Yuba Sutter, and I had people reach out. I had some applicants. So um, I, I I found two really awesome guys who who are spiritually mature and fantastic basketball players. Awesome. They they live and breathe basketball, and they're good family guys. And um, they, they jumped on board with me, and they—they're they, really excited about it. And so we've gone out a couple of times and filmed some uh, proof of concept stuff, which is now in post production. Uh, the first time we went out was in Chico, and uh, <laughs> Brian and I, my business partner and brother, we—we uh, we, we played the God Squad first, and they absolutely—we scored the first two points. <laughs> And then they smoked us for, two, for <laughs> the rest of the two games. He and I... And, uh, <laughs> the God Squad scored, and then the basketball players yeah. showed up, and uh, the, <laughs> the rest is Yeah, the real God Squad absolutely smoked us, which is what we were hoping for. Just a little tune-up game for them, because they had never actually played together. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe once or twice they'd played some pickup games. Sure. Because they, they don't live very close to each other. But um, yeah, they smoked us, and then... Uh, uh Ben one of the guys he lives out in Chico we were out in Chico and uh he's yeah. he's big into the basketball scene out there so he's texting his friends to come out and play them nobody could really come out to the gym that we were in and so uh one of his friends suggested that we go to a park that usually has players and so we were completely unprepared for this or oh, d- yeah. he's like yeah we can go to this park and and I'm like oh my goodness and that's what that's what the god squad does in the movie they they once they come together they they basically crash basketball courts mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, if you play us, and um, I should give you this premise." So they show up to the court. And they they have a boombox. They're they're hitting a beat. One of the guys is a rapping street preacher. So he gets on the mic. He's rapping yes. on the courts, Off. getting everybody's <laughs> attention. Right, get them all hyped. And in the rap, it's there's there's a challenge. If uh, if you can beat the God Squad, they'll give you fifty bucks ahead. If they beat you, you have to listen to them talk for three minutes, and in that three mm-hmm. minutes, they give you the gospel. Nice, it's awesome. So that's what they do. So we were in the situation where we pretty much had to go out and do that. Yeah. Pretty unprepared. We didn't have a rapper with us, but so we, we went out in Chico to this uh, this <laughs> this park that was full of people. It was on a Sunday evening, and uh, I mean the the costumes that I had created for these guys they're white. They're white, yeah. And I gave them these. Um, they have these masks. <laughs> got to see this. The, <laughs> the masks that basketball players wear when they break their noses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I got a couple of those, and I had an airbrush artist put some graphics mm-hmm. on them. They're white. And nice. They're, it's so it's super bright. They're, we're walking onto the court, and everybody's everybody's <laughs> turning their heads <laughs> and looking at us. And Do you
1: have like a lot of B roll of everybody. Like- yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. What yeah. is
1: happening
0: right now? That's amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So Brian and I have a camera. I have my camera. Brian's got his phone camera. And we're walking out there. We're all nervous. I love it. And luckily, Ben knew some of the guys. So he he beelined for a court full of guys and you know said, hey, what's up? It's me. It's Ben. You know, he had the yeah. mask on. But uh, he was saying hi. But one of the interesting things was uh, this little boy, he, he was probably 10 or 11 years old. And he saw us coming with the cameras and everything. And before we even touch the courts, he's yelling at us, uh-uh, we're not here for that. Take that somewhere else. We're not here for that. No, we're not about that. <laughs> and we ignore him. We just yeah. have to ignore him. We're like, yeah, you're a child, so we're, we're going to talk to the men. We're here <laughs> for them. Right, <laughs> that's hilarious. But so we, we, so we played some pickup games. It went well. And towards the end of the shoot, the kids coming up to us saying, hey, where are you guys going to be next? Where are you guys <laughs> going to be next? How can I find this? How can I How can yeah, I, I watch this? So that was... That That's was awesome. a definite victory for yeah. us. Transformation, man. Yeah. Awesome. And then we gathered up the players and prayed with them, and because Ben's Ben's also a uh, youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Out, oh, out in Chico, so yeah, he he led us all in a prayer, and it That's, was it was fantastic. Use use any platform, yep. right? Use any yeah. platform
1: that yep. you can to just love on people and make that positive impact, Absolutely. whether it's rap or. Uh, whether it's basketball or coffee or whatever, whatever your platform is, or production, movies, videography. Lending. Lending. Any opportunity you have to rub shoulders with people, just love on them.
0: That's I think that's what we need to do. I think and I think as we talked in our last podcast, the darker things get, the more hope we can mm. have in loving each other and supporting each other and being there for each other. I think it's super important. Brandon, thank it's you. It's the
1: most me. important.
0: Dude, thank you so yeah, much for, for being sharing. Here. Bro, it was so good. It Ma- awesome. Made my heart happy. You know, I- I'm always happy when I get to see you. I, I like people, so and it's like, wee. <laughs> so if you need any lending, you need to reach out to Cameron Elkins over here. Oh,
2: I'm already a client of Cameron Elkins. Well, How did I do? Excellent. Oh, wonderful. Very happy. Cheers. Thanks,
0: bro. Negative. Bye.
2: <laughs> negative, <laughs> negative, negative points. One star. Yeah.
1: Now I'm gonna scroll through all my reviews later. I'm like, I don't well, see a Caneyo.
0: I would have given you ten stars, so I, I it's but negative five because I only went up to five.
1: Ah, uh, cheers. I'll take, I'll it take those like five. You,
0: th- you thought, thought it was gonna five. be negative, <laughs> but it wasn't.
1: If you need a place to go and warm up your soul with an incredible staff, And incredible food, and amazing coffee, get into Steelhouse Coffee. Yes. Do yourself that favor.
0: Fantastic, Brandon. You're amazing, bro. Thank you. Let's do it. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks, guys.